Welcome, welcome, welcome. Let's do this thing. It's BG and the coach. I am the coach. With me as always is BG. BG, what's happening? Coach, a lot going on in the sports world these days. We've got the NBA finals almost set. We've got the Mm -hmm. NHL finals almost set. Baseball, America's pastime in the thick of things. I think it's fair to say the biggest cultural phenomenon happening right now, I'm sure our listeners will have already seen it by the time this podcast drops, is the end of the television dynasty known as Succession. Now, Coach, for a podcaster who does a sports and pop culture (laughs) podcast, I feel like you are not a Succession viewer. I'm not. I kind of got scared. My heart sunk a little bit when you brought that up. (laughs) We'll have a lot to talk about. Yeah, this this episode's going to be amazing. But I I do want to jump into this because I feel like you and I are actually similar in this regard Mm -hmm. uh, in that when it comes to shows that are like at the height of the cultural zeitgeist, if you will. Yeah, absolutely. Well, brushing up on my vocab for this. um, I feel like either I don't watch it sometimes because I purposely want to avoid things that get too popular and then I lose out at the water cooler talk. Or I feel like I'm always three years too late to a show and then I get super into it and nobody wants to talk about it anymore. But Succession, I feel like I caught up with during COVID and now I've been a, a loyal watcher. Oh, you're on it. So you're actually, you're, you're up to date. You're going uh, right yeah. to the, the finale. Caught up and up to date. Wow. In fact, the debate I'm having, I've got quite a long flight coming up in about a week and I'm debating, do I try and hold off? watching the finale until the flight oh, that's impossible but i don't i don't think i can do it i feel like that's i've got to watch it yeah i mean take it from a guy who hasn't watched a single episode of succession <laughs> and also for context you said three years after the fact you typically watch shows it's more like 10 to 15 <laughs> for me um but based on even just the limited knowledge i have it's impossible to stay out you'd have to i mean you'd have to isolate yourself from society and not use any internet for the right, entire it's in, time it's impossible or even talk to human beings right because at That's some what I'm point it would get spoiled you can't socialize and you can't even bunker in and go on the internet you have to like <laughs> get one of those toys where it's like the paddle with the ball that you just keep hitting oh, back and forth yeah. and that's the only thing that wouldn't spoil <laughs> succession for you do you think that would work at work if i got asked to do an assignment i was like i'm, I'm really sorry but i actually haven't seen the succession finale yet, and i need to <laughs> avoid going online so um if you've got some papers for me to shuffle, I'd be happy to I was going to gonna that, say, but. all I can do is send faxes. That's pretty but, much it. But I'm your man. If that's what you <laughs> copies, I'll make a few copies. But get that computer away from me. That's, it would, it, I mean, it's completely unsafe. In fact, my childhood is riddled, like even pre-major internet age, riddled with games I would tape on the VCR that were spoiled for me. And that was pre-internet. Like, that was just like... The local kids in the neighborhood. I don't know why I'm making this out to be like this is the 1950s, but <laughs> I am the coach and my age is ambiguous. But I, I actually, well, I was going to say, I think the 10 to 15 year gap between you watching shows is because you finally bought your first DVD player <laughs> and then finally got a Roku streaming device. But the truth is, I actually completely understand to me because my proudest moment mm-hmm. was videotaping game six of the NBA Finals Bulls Jazz. Oh, wow. And not having it spoiled and watching it on my VHS recorded thing uh, like two nights after it came out and being just a surprise, which you could never do now. now also, what a 
brilliant thing to record the foresight that you had to record one of the greatest finishes of all time let me ask you this on the recording or any recording do you remember tracking on the vcr tracking was that feature (laughs) that like totally also ambiguous kind of thing where like you would swipe a switch back and forth to try to get rid of the blurry lines on the tape no one knows what no 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 idea of how it worked you just kind of furiously did that and hope that the picture got better i think i gave up on that after a while because like i don't understand what this is doing can i tell you my my top two inventions of the 90s like the height of technology in my mind now i'm gonna bump it up to top three my top spot is the phone in the car which was yeah. I, I can't even describe oh, to like how the exciting it was. Yeah. Console. I remember yeah, yeah. when, when you hit we like got a, that. a switch and like you would flip over and like the phone would pop up. Amazing. That's my top spot. Second is tracking on the VCR. We already <laughs> talked about it. Yeah. And third is the flash button on your phone that you would use to do three-way calling. Are you familiar oh, with that? That was whoa, that? that was big. Yeah. I mean, I great memory that it was even the flash button. Yeah. You you gave me a look at first. I was like, oh, oh shoot. Like maybe he didn't. Maybe he never did that. Like when you get on and one person doesn't talk and they hide on the call. <laughs> I was going to say, it's clearly when you ask the girl, your buddy has yeah. a crush on, Hey, uh, what, do you, what do you think about Tom? He, he's definitely not on this line. We don't even have flash on my phone. That was the best. And then Tom is breathing so loudly. It's like, come on, dude. There's like two consistent things that happen on those calls. The heavy breathing from the person who is supposed to be dead silent. And when your mom popped on the call said, as well, oh. honey, honey. <laughs> I was going to go totally different. It's when Tom's mom <laughs> pops up on the call. <laughs> Tom? Tom, dinner's ready. Who's on this phone? Oh, no. Tom's mom. Oh, Tom's mom. There goes my credibility in junior <laughs> yeah, high. Yeah, I was just about to tell me how she really felt oh, about it. Now we'll never know if it's yes, no, yeah. or maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Remember the maybe option? The maybe, that was like the classic. Is like you pass notes elementary school. And you'd be like, do you want to date Tom? And the options were always yes, no, or maybe. Such a good hedge, right? You got to give yourself the out. Well, everyone did maybe to like keep just keep the peace in elementary school. Like maybe even if you had zero interest, like at least do a haphazard circle around maybe just to keep the peace in the playground. Yeah. Although there was always that one brutal person who's like, no, nope. (laughs) That's going to be a hard right back. Yeah. Yeah, those are my top three, top three luxuries in the 90s, hands down. Yeah, I, I agree with you. And by the way, you know, certain a person age if they ever refer to something as a car phone, because that's just not something yeah. that exists now. Okay, I'm going to go. It, it's a little bit after the flash and the tracking. But I remember, I don't know if you remember, mm-hmm. when cars first debuted, and they were like $10,000. And there were these giant clunky GPS like systems. the Model T? You put when car. you say cars debut, like how far <laughs> no, back are we going? GPS. The, oh, oh, oh my GPS, bad, my bad. Okay. So you had this big clunky thing, and I yeah. remember thinking. Garmin. Yeah. And I remember thinking when I was getting my license, I, I don't know how to get anywhere. And like, I can read a map, but not very quickly. And I was like, how am I going to get $10,000 to buy one of those things? And now every single person just has it in their phone for free. Yeah, it's wild. And I have to say, I was one step removed from having the Garmin 
you remember a little website called MapQuest? Oh, how do, that's how I got around in life before I could afford the GPS. How dangerous was that, though? I used to print out booklets <laughs> of instructions. It was also like, do you remember? It would be like one step per page. So you'd have to like flip furiously through 57 pages just to get to the store five minutes away. And so I'd be driving. At no point was I looking at the road. I'm trying to <laughs> no. figure out which map page, quest page yeah. I need. <laughs> I did use to study it ahead of time, though. I'd like literally, <laughs> like it was a test. I'd be like, okay, okay, I know it's a left on that one street with the tree. Okay, yeah. But you'd yeah. still be looking at the, the pages the whole time. You had to. Because oh. I try to memorize the first like five to 10 pages as you're describing. But then I'd have to, like, once I hit page 20, so got 30 more pages. I have no idea what twists and right. turns are well, coming. And you take a wrong turn. It's not like the GPS. You, your MapQuest directions are only for one You're exact done. route. So you yeah, are it's over done. at that point. And unless you have a car phone, game <laughs> over for you. <laughs> That's... You're not, you're not getting back. <laughs> That's why maybe the car phone wasn't really a luxury item <laughs> as much as a life-saving necessity yeah, that we all should have had. The other big one, I think, again, if you're going, we're like fast-forwarding five years. Do you remember when TiVo first came out? Oh, yeah. And everyone oh, yeah. was like, I can skip through commercials. And then you hit that little button and it jumped like half a second. And you're like, whoa, <laughs> that just saved me so much time. <laughs> TiVo? Poor TiVo. Like, TiVo's executives must have been like, we got this on lock. We are going to be the absolute height of technology and companies for the next millennium. And then they lasted like 15 minutes, and that was it. But they must have really thought that, right? Like, how revolutionary yeah. was that? And also, so easy to record things. And you had like a whole library of recorded items. People couldn't tape over it. Yeah. Phenomenal. They were on their way, too. You know when you really are on your way is when the company name becomes a verb and like, oh yeah, did you TiVo it? Yeah. That happened, like that hit the vernacular almost immediately. Normally when that happens, you're in. Like, I mean, you've got like a 10-year runway, like you can burn all the company's money. It doesn't really matter. You're good. But somehow with TiVo, like it just yeah. didn't pan out. <laughs> poor, poor TiVo. By the way, we were talking about trying to hold off on watching Succession. I mean, mm -hmm. in before TiVo came out, if you didn't have a chance to set your VCR in time, there was no like streaming a rerun. You were done. Yeah. You just didn't see the episode. <laughs> yeah, such a good call. And unless you had AOL dial up and could go to some <laughs> weird website that would tell you what happened, you just literally didn't know what happened on that show. <laughs> That's such a fantastic point. That was it. Like you, yeah. you could put in years of commitment and work <laughs> only to be undone by like one untimely Wednesday night. Yeah. I mean, that's happened to all of us, I feel like. And unless, you better catch that last week on whatever show recap, because otherwise you are screwed. You literally didn't know what happened. You remember when someone used to talk during the <laughs> recapping last week's episode <laughs> in the first two minutes? Like, that was like, unless you had, if you had seen the episode, you're okay. But if you hadn't seen that episode, the first two minutes were so critical to oh try to gosh, piece yeah. together what was going on. <laughs> also, timing the bathroom breaks. Ooh. E for the commercials had to, you needed those commercials. Love, yeah, TiVo. Maybe that's where TiVo went wrong. Don't you have to get it, TiVo? Yeah. You needed those commercials. TiVo. You're killing our blast. Yeah. <laughs> You're too ahead of your time, TiVo. TiVo was a bladder killer. I said that from the start. People didn't listen to me. <laughs> I knew they were doomed. It was you and Doctor Spock. I think were the two who were on board <laughs> with with TiVo being medically dangerous at that point. <laughs> 
Yeah, that's. Uh, I also the other thing you mentioned that I'm just not going to address right now. We're going to do an entire spinoff episode solely dedicated to AOL and Instant Messenger. That's going to be its own oh. separate episode, <laughs> and it's probably going to be a minimum of an hour. Um, I've got so much to say about that. I'm going to physically restrain myself right now. Would can I just ask one question? All right, fine, just one question. Would you say the single greatest leap in technology for mm. young middle school kids? was being able to avoid the three-way call with Tom staying silent and asking Deanna whether she liked him and just being able to AOL aim instant messenger her and just straight up ask. And then you could tell Tom later. I mean, it cut out all those awkward phone calls. Yeah. It's the only loser in that was the phone companies. As I learned firsthand, because I used to do like, I'd hit that flash button. I mean like several times a night. For months and months, years and years. And for some reason, it went under the radar until one time my dad brought down the phone bill. And this is still in the times where it was like the physical phone bill would show up in the mail. And normally it was just like one little slip of paper that fit into neatly into an envelope. My dad had a bill that was like a CVS receipt. Like it just it spiraled for miles. My dad goes, what the hell? is three-way calling i feel like every kid had this exact moment their parents come knocking on their door what have you been doing he literally said he's like what the hell is the flash button (laughs) the next day like i found it had been pried off the whole button had been pried off with a screwdriver by my dad (laughs) just completely shattered can I just tell a a random billing story apropos of nothing i'm here for it clearly early 90s so my parents at one point decided cable uh, was destroying our brains. And so they were going to cancel our cable, which, as you can imagine, was a tragic day. Devastating. So the day it happened, you want to talk about old school, like some guy had to like, I don't even remember how this worked, but basically came to our backyard and dug something up. And that was the end of our cable because that's how we used to get TV was things dug in the backyard. And I came home and with tears streaming down my face, uh-huh. I turned on the TV and we still had cable. The guy screwed up. And so... I told my mom, and not thinking this through, I didn't tell her. Just like, oh, thought you guys canceled cable, which was rookie mistake on my part. Mm. And my mom said, we did. Oh, boy. And she calls up the cable company and says, hey, I canceled the cable. You're not going to be billing me for it anymore, but we still have it. And by some miracle, the guy on the phone says, ma'am, we're a cable company. We make so much money. Don't forget about it. So for years and years, we had free cable. Until one day, it just cut out. And I'm talking like seven years later. So I called up the cable company and said, hey, my cable just went out. And the guy pauses for about 10 seconds and goes, sir, you haven't had cable for seven years. (laughs) Which point I just hung up the phone and took my victory. I have so many comments on this story. (laughs) The first of which is that you had cable illegally for so long. Just in case our listeners weren't tracking this. It was so long that at the beginning of this story, you were too young. Like you were a kid. So your mom was handling the calls. It was so long that by that point, years and years later, you were a grown man. You're calling the cable company yourself. I probably used a cell phone. (laughs) That's one. And two is, did you have like, when the cable company at the end there said, Sir, you've never had cable. Was it like a usual suspects moment, like the end of the movie when the twist is revealed? 
and you replay all the scenes leading up to it and you're instead of you watching cable on your tv it's really been you just staring at a blank screen with your imagination <laughs> filling the screen the whole time did all those scenes play out too I mean, I should have realized something was up when it was Kevin Spacey who deactivated <laughs> the cable in my backyard. But yeah, not Jim Carrey. <laughs> not Jim Carrey. Let's get into those well, cable went, guy references. My usual suspects. So I feel like I had to. <laughs> no, no, no. You, you're spot on. So we discussed cable companies were riding high, phone companies were riding high in the 90s. But really, all of this is just to get us back on track with succession. And just to say that, um, no, let me ask that question. I, I haven't, I haven't seen any oh, yeah. episodes. Let's get back to our original. Qu- okay, perfect. <laughs> well, you will not be missing out uh, for the finale that's right around the corner. And I'll tell you who else won't be missing out, Coach, and that is our loyal listeners, because mm-hmm. we'll be dropping new episodes every single week. If you want to catch those, or you want to catch our old episodes, you can find us wherever you get your favorite podcast. You can also interact with us on Twitter at BG and the coach. And until next time, enjoy a cold, cold scoop of the Brooders.